it's November 23rd already. Jesus. The year's gone by. The year's gone by. Welcome to our third podcast. Is it the third or the it's fourth? It's our third, the third, the third one. podcast. We are two social workers. We're not at a bar, but <laughs> <laughs> neither are we drinking. But um, sometimes we do. Oh Maybe God. the next episode. I can we'll take a drink like now. Make some cocktails. Um, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? It's been a while. I think it's been like three weeks yeah. since we filmed a film, since we recorded. It's so, I feel like it's been longer than that. A month? I don't want to say a month. It probably has been like a full month. month. I think it's been a full month. I don't know. I feel like this time of year, everyone just, like, things go by so fast and everyone has, like, plans. and Yeah. I th- Also, this time of year, a lot of people deal with, um, I guess, what they call seasonal depression. You think we have that in Florida? Yeah. Really? Well, not because the seasons change, but because, because it's the what? holidays and, you know, like, maybe your loved ones have passed yeah. and you start thinking about them or thinking about how things used to be and you get down. Or you think about, like... The end of the year, maybe mm-hmm. things that you did do or, or regret doing. Yeah, maybe things that, um, cause I know every like beginning of the year, it's like, oh, New Year's resolutions. Yeah, I'm gonna make my vision. I I do. I did it twice, but I um made a vision board. And looking back on it now, it's like I was so excited to do it in that moment, yeah. but I don't feel like I really. It's hard. I don't think I really accomplished all of what I wanted to do, do on the vision board. Yeah. But why do you th- what do you think stopped you? Like if you pick one thing that stopped you from completing it, I for me I would put laziness on my part. <laughs> Procrastination <laughs> probably is number one. Not laziness. really. I'm all, I'm like the biggest person with starting something oh, really? and probably not always following through, like not finishing it. Like I always have these ideas, like I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to yeah. do this, but actually starting it and completing the task. It's like. I do complete the task, but then it takes me like forever. To Longer it. than it should. Yeah. Yeah. I think just that motivation and that push to do it. I feel like with like working and having a busy schedule and like rush hour it traffic makes it, I think and it cooking, makes it, like it makes me not, makes me feel lazy. And my hat goes off to people who work like full-time jobs and they're either mother, wife, they have a yeah. second job, they have a business. I'm like, because... The one job I work on, I don't feel stressed out or anything, but I know there's days where it's just like, I want to come home and take a shower and I just want to... Do nothing? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's okay with doing nothing. Yeah. But, don't but just, when is it too much? You know, you shouldn't be just doing nothing for a whole week. That's... Unless it's like, vacation. Yeah, unless it's vacation. But I feel like a lot of people, like myself included, you'll come home and just like sit on the couch and watch TV or like do that the whole weekend. I've done it before. What the heck? I've yeah. done that before. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. Like sometimes doing nothing could be could it be a part of your self care? Yeah. Doing nothing. Yeah. Or maybe it's just like there's like an ebb and flow of like what you do and how much you do it and sometimes you just you just need a, you need break, a break from always being in motion and I remember um I had a good job. I remember I was I wasn't really dating, but this guy, he was a cyclist and he would do like professional races. And then he was saying that like, you can't always win every race, even though you're really good. And I was thinking like, well, if you're really good, like you're going to win every race. Like you're so good that you just keep up the training constantly. Yeah. He was saying that you have to have off periods because then you'll tire yourself out. Yeah, sure. And there will be think races. That's, true. that's, that's like, isn't like that saying there has to be darkness in order to see the light. Yeah. Like yeah. you have to like, there's going to be some days where you're down. There's going to be so there's going to be days where you're frustrated. And yeah. I don't think you, you can't appreciate the good days where everything is going good, yeah. joy, happy without having those days. I think it's, it's, it's a balance. And I think, I think you're crazy to think that everything is going to be. I feel like as a society, we do that, right? It's I like, think I, grew, I, I know. Or for, especially us type A people, we're like, we need to be on 24-7. I think for seven. a fact, I grew up always thinking that, oh, because, you know, I'm a nice person or whatever. I came from this family that nothing bad will ever happen to me or I'll never get treated bad by anyone. But that that's not true. That's not true. Yeah. I mean, even with, like, with exercising, like, mm-hmm. you can't go hard. No, oh, my God. 24-7. My sister said that yesterday because we, 
Turn we were in the gym mm-hmm. and we did the stairmasters. Oh my god, we did that for about 10, 10 flights or something. I think it said we did the treadmill. We did a lot, and she's like, "I'm getting ready to like break down and stop." She's like, "I think we were going too hard." How many minutes did you guys do it for? I think each one was like fifteen. But that was like a lot for the first time. To me, it was, it was our second time, but I feel like yeah. it was a lot. Like you guys hadn't worked up your way up to there? Yeah. I don't think so. I feel it's like hard. you had to start gradually. And then like when we but were going to the park, yeah. Reynolds, um, I remember when I, my mom had came with us one time and I was so proud of myself because I was able to jog like the entire way while we were there. And that's because weeks before she came, we walk. We started walking slow. We power walk, and then my you body was like, "Okay, you ready to start moving a little faster?" And I wasn't even tired after doing that. But starting all over, it's like it's like it's baby hard. steps. Yeah. And then you get frustrated because you're like, "I'm just not getting this. Maybe I shouldn't do this." Yeah. And then you're just like, "Fuck it." I think even if you don't go hard every day, if you exercise at least maybe three, four times a week, oh yeah, that you'll be okay. Yeah. That's Even if you're really not good. going hard, but if you're doing something to stay active and keep your body um, moving, I think you'll be okay. Health-wise, well, don't eat crap. <laughs> to me, that defeats the purpose because, yes, the exercising helps, but you can't go hard and exercise four or five days a week and eat pizza That's and right. Burger King on top. Speaking of going hard, <laughs> this is why he's fat. Oh, no. Yeah, that cat's living the life. Sorry, better I'm just making some... fun of my fat cat who's deciding to eat right He's now. He's living the life better than some bums out there. We say that to the dog. We say that about the dog, too. What? <laughs> what kind of bowls are those? They look like... So, this is... I was like, what kind of... little, like, things sticking out. It's supposed to make it harder. <laughs> what kind of them? abstract bowl <laughs> is that? No, it's not because we're artsy. It's because... They literally, because of the other cat that we have, the second cat, she doesn't swallow, chew her food, so she throws up. Oh, no. So there was, like, one week where she threw up, like, every day. So we had to get those bowls because she needs to slow down when she eats mm. instead of just, like, chowing it down. Our, the dog does that, too. we got one for him because he's just fat. So we thought. I guess he's saying, that was, you can give me a puzzle. I'm still going <laughs> to the food. He, like, deciphered <laughs> it, and now he's, like, I'm, Oh my god. I think the first day we got it, he didn't eat he ate like a little bit, but now he's like first I gotta figure this out. <laughs> he's getting it too. It's kinda like I don't know, it's kinda like um you know, people were like, Oh, you should chew your food ten times or whatever. This is like the cat version. I don't version. think I do that. This unless like it's the cat like a steak or something. Where you have to chew. <laughs> That's so I didn't even know they had and then is he eating off both bowls? Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? That's a greedy cat. Wow. I yeah. feel like, but I feel like he's just all instinct. I don't know. He's just, that's pleasure. And he's like, it's out here. Uh, he's fat. I'm going to eat it. Well, yeah. I don't know. I guess with the whole holidays, um, even when I was doing my hair, the girl that Today? Was, yeah. When the girl was doing my hair, we were talking about like Thanksgiving and like what our family's traditions usually are and like what we usually do. Like, oh, if you cook at someone's house or if you go to a park or something like that. But I was telling her, I feel like the older I got, my sister and I, it's like things change. Like a lot of our family, they're like traditions. Here. Traditions change because, okay, our, our grandmother, who was like the matriarch of the oh, family, she passed. So that kind of really split a That's lot of weird. the closeness of the family together. Why do you think that is, though? It's because. I think that because she was a glue holding us together. Exactly. Or is it being around each other reminds you of her? I think she was a glue that held it together. And people know, okay, she's not here anymore. I'm going to do what I want to do. And but wouldn't you be like, well, I want to be closer and honor? I don't know. No? To me, that makes sense to do. But Keep I up mean, those traditions. Yeah. The, the immediate family that I was closer with, like, they're not, they're still not all here some of them have moved away to like other states and things like that so that closeness that we used to have is not the same it's definitely not the same so most of the time here for holidays like it's just the people in my household yeah um i don't I mean, know it's not the same it, it, it was better when i was younger like we would all 
have oh, our yeah. meals we're at our house, there, yeah. and then after that, it's like, okay, everyone's going to go to my grandmother's house, and it's like 100 people in the house, in the backyard, mm-hmm. we're having a good time, and it's like, not the same. I would, with my parents, like, I think for the past, like, maybe, I want to say 10 years, Thanksgiving, they usually work. Really? Mm-hmm. Because because my parents are both in well, my stepdad and my mom they're in corrections, and okay. so they so get overtime. They oh, get so overtime. They get that money. So they would rather holiday. get the money and then oh, take sucks. a week off in like spring or something and use it for that. I guess. I feel like, I mean, that's like you going to work on Friday. I know. And you're okay with that? What going to work on Friday? Yeah, back then. Um, I don't think I've ever. Wait, done what are you talking about for Black Friday? No, you said you went to work on thir- on Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, at your old job. Oh, yeah. You're okay with that? I'm not okay with that because... At the time, you seemed like... Shut up. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I just went in. No. And I was like, oh, you did? I'm not... Well, now, I guess I'm okay with it now because it's kind of like, I know that it's not, oh, all of my family. It's not like how it used to be. So it's kind of like... There's nothing there. Yeah, it's kind of like once we eat... That's it. Okay, yeah. we're going to watch movies. Maybe we'll go to, like, a cousin's house or something, drinks. But after that, it's like, okay, let's watch a movie, Netflix or something like that. It's just, I don't know, that 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 closeness is gone. And I think, I don't know, from my family, losing some of the older, wiser people that held things together, like, losing them is almost like really losing a part of how the family was yeah i mean you're going to your dad's house right yeah and i think that's a that's a big thing for us this year um it'll be our first time in a long time not with my mom and not being here in miami so to me it's exciting because it's always hot here so we're we're gonna feel some type of coldness the weather changing and everything so i'm excited about that i'm excited about and to be with him to be with him because I know last Thanksgiving um we didn't spend it with him. And of course growing up your dad's in South Carolina by the way. Yeah. And we're in, in South Miami. Carolina. Yeah. Um growing up as a kid, he was always there. So the years after him like leaving and moving away, it's like there's like a piece missing. So it's like to be with him, even though we're not gonna be with my mom, I'm okay with that because we see her every day of the year. So it's well, you, like, you and your mom, like, you feel like you and your sister and your mom have your own thing you need to work out. And so that's on pause. And you guys are like, okay, we're going to go enjoy yeah, our and time. To me, yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Because it's like, we don't we don't see him every day. We don't yeah, spend no. holidays like that with him. So to me, I think it's important because I feel like with him being away and living home alone and not really having like one of us nearby. I think it matters. I don't know. Like the older I get, I feel like traditions and like, being with family and friends makes a difference. When I was it like, does. when I was younger, I was like, oh, it's just like consumerism or it's just dumb traditions. But now that I'm older, I'm like, it makes a difference. Like, I feel like you remember those things mm-hmm. more than just like, oh, I'm going to spend it home on YouTube, you know, or oh, what the hell? <laughs> well, I don't know. But I feel like it's nice to make a big deal yeah. about it. Not necessarily to like go all out and spend a bunch of money, mm-hmm. but I think it's nice to keep the tradition and put some importance on it because we really don't do that. Yeah. Throughout the year. Yeah. Like we're all busy and doing stuff. I feel stuff like we don't spend time to yeah. do that stuff. I feel like we're bringing the tradition back to him. And I know that, um, I know that he's going to appreciate that because I know when we were there a few months ago before I started this new job, um, there were like some things in his home that he didn't have. Like, you know, like when a woman comes into the house, it's like, okay, you don't have a, <laughs> don't have buy a, him a- he has like a really long walkway from the room to like the bathroom there's like this walk-in closet so my sister was like he needs a, a runway rug <laughs> so we went to like target and walmart and we brought like little things for the house and when when we came when we left and came back to miami he had spoke to my sister and i didn't know and it kind of almost made me want to cry the comment that he made he's like you know you guys came here like you really brought made my life. house a home yeah. and i was like oh my god i wanted Honestly, to cry that's beautiful I'm Honestly, like, i feel like I don't know. I feel like as a female, we, uh, maybe I'm just making stereotypes, but I feel like we provide that. I don't know. What? That like sense of home. I don't know. Just like buying things. Like, cause my boyfriend would be like, oh, why do we need this? Or like, this is dumb. But I feel like now that we. It makes a difference. It makes a difference. Yes. I'm trying to think of what I have here that like. Plants. The plants. I don't think you saw Oxygen. the value in having the plants, but I feel like it makes a difference in having plants or like having like 
carpet, mm-hmm. like in the bathroom. Like it seems so dumb. I think with guys, it's just like they could be like in an sofa, apartment by themselves in a jail cell. With just, I just need my my, my food, <laughs> the bathroom, the bed, and the TV, and it's like. All right, let's paint the walls. Let's put up a picture. Yeah, let's put, let's a picture. put some I rug need... in here. Let's put a welcome rug. Let's I need spruce to put this up place pictures. up a bit. That's what I need to do. Um, so he pictures just, is hard, though. I don't he know. was, well, it don't have to be pictures, but I don't know, something. <laughs> the plants accent this place. Um, yeah, I think it does. I like yeah. plants. But yeah, he was like really thrilled with that. He's like, you guys made my house a home. And I was like, Aww. oh, God. I also had made some candles and I took it to his house. Too. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. He really liked that. Which one did you give him? Um, or what did they say? Because I know you put like phrases on them or like, one like said, empowering words. One said trust and it was white and it had like a lemongrass scent. That's beautiful. Trust. Another one said loyalty, which is the color blue. I forgot what that smells like. That's like a black sea scent or something. It's like a really strong max, a masculine scent. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave him a green one. What that one said? That says confidence. Hmm. I don't. I forgot what that's for. There's like ten different ones. That's that's something that bothers me with going back to like New Year's resolutions or goals and things that. Why? Because you haven't kept up the. Candle? Yeah, it's like earlier this year I really gained an interest in that, and I have brought so many different supplies. I've spent time doing so much research and like going to like candle making classes and stuff like that. Like I should have launched whatever I've been wanting to do for the longest but it's almost like I'm holding myself back because I'm well do you feel like you have time now to do it I feel like I do are you in a better headspace now to do it yeah definitely I do I feel like I'm in a better headspace I just feel like I'm doubting myself because I'm doubting myself because I feel like nowadays it's not just about the product that you're selling but it's also about um it's about um, how you market yourself, your social media presence. And I don't really have a big social media presence at all. So I feel like. But do you I feel like to, you need a social media presence or can you do it through like word of mouth? Like, no, I to make to sell, especially like online, you need some type of presence. <laughs> Not saying like you need to be like, hey, hey, look at me. Like, oh, <laughs> Hashtag take, take, take your top off or something. No, I'm just saying like... Oh, you can do a giveaway. That too. You can do a giveaway. Like what? Um, First 1,000 subscribers get a free candle. So pick someone. Yeah, you can do stuff like that. Now, my sister, she's, she's awesome with stuff like that. Like making videos and putting music. Like it has... I feel like for people nowadays with this crazy society we live in, it needs to be catchy it needs to catch people eye. It, it needs does, to though. stand out. To me, it does, and that's what's holding me back. Because I'm, I don't, I I'm scared that I, I can't deliver that. I dis- I feel like you're thinking that you need to like show up like boss bitch. Like, yes, I'm selling candles. That's Everyone how, loves it. Exactly. Beyonce buys my candles. Oh <laughs> like, no, I think about that. No. Like you need to have this full portfolio. But honestly, that's how I'm thinking. What from what I see, people can I, get people can order things on Amazon like nothing. Yeah. So there's no shortage of basic stuff that you can buy. You can buy stuff on Amazon, have it in two days. I feel like what makes things different nowadays is having like the personal touch, the mm-hmm. artisanal. That's something different that you wouldn't get on Amazon or at Target. And I feel like that's, that's what makes true. It that's very true. And I feel like having it online where everyone can access it as opposed to like a storefront, like you don't want to go to the mall to buy candles. But if you're like online and you see something that catches your eye or has like a personality, yeah. like I feel like the words that you put on your candles, like are really empowering. Like, yeah. I like I trust. That's that was, beautiful. Like that, trust. That was my reason for really doing yeah. that. Um, and that's unique. I was on Pinterest one day and I came across... You know, like how they have all those little positive sayings and yeah. affirmations and things like that. And it was kind of like the 10 things that money can't buy. And I thought I was like, damn, this is like a really good idea to kind of write down those things. And I, f- I feel like reading that and reading those 10 little words like, oh, confidence, trust, loyalty, love, patience, things like that. I feel I like think- we're so consumed with the cycle of life, like working yeah. and everything like that. Or assuming that everything needs to be perfect and pristine and packaged. Like we already Or everything that. is about money, but then I'm like, if you, you take away mm-hmm. the money that people have in life 
for our cars and everything like that. What are you left with? You're left with. I feel with- like as a society, we're doing well. Like a lot of us has have iPhones and mm-hmm. car. Like in Miami, I may even like I'm ignorant to that, but I feel like a lot of people drive. Yeah, they do. Like compared to most cities, a lot of people are Take well off enough or, yeah. to drive. So I feel like we're not as a society as a whole, we're not struggling. Obviously, there's people that are that fall through the cracks, but I feel like we don't need more. I think we need more connection and more yeah, person, more, more interaction. personal yeah. interactions. And I connections. agree. And so I feel like your candles. I feel like this real. I'm sorry. This is really good. <laughs> the peppermint bark. I don't like it. <laughs> I like the peppermint part. Um, I wanted to do it to just make it a reminder, because for me, when I come home from work, I have candles all in my room. Yeah. Me lighting up a candle is kind of like. Your day of working is over. Yeah. It's time to unwind. Take a shower. Relax. Do what you want to do. Allow the aroma of the candle to just... I don't know. Feel. I'm not doing a commercial, guys. But... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Allow it to just... Fill your mind and your senses. And just... Forget about whatever the heck you just went through during the day. And the little <laughs> phrases is just... Little reminders for people. Yeah. I think it's empowering. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like mm-hmm. if you want to make that part of your resolution, like I would recommend it. Not telling you to do it, but New Year's resolution. Yeah, New Year's resolution. I would. Oh, for January first or whenever for the new year. What That's the plan, January? but I just don't have a date. And my sister's like, "Oh, you can't make goals and we need to start saying, okay, I'm going to do this on speci- on this specific you day." Can. You can, right? Or you can't. Okay. I think, but I haven't been doing that. I think mine, like in terms of like my personal goals, um, hold on, pause <laughs> But yeah, for my new resolution, I think I want to do private practice again. I haven't done it in a while. In a while. Do you still want to continue working yeah, with children? No, I think adults. Children, it's hard. Like, for children, I literally just want to call the police on their parents. Like, Please. Like, I literally just want to scream at the parents. DCL. Like, but it's it's not stuff that, like, is against the law. It's more, like, stuff that I'm like, this is doing so much damage to the kid that the parent probably doesn't even know. Mm. I can't work with kids. Would you still do it? So adult. Would you still do it under your supervisor? Yeah, I would do it under my supervisor. And I feel like I feel like my job now, because I can't do therapy, I'm only doing psychological testing. It's like a part of me that like is dying. Yeah. Or it's itching. Yeah. So I I feel the same way about my job. I feel like I'm grateful for the change, but I don't know. I do you want a second job? I have a friend. Um, I went to the place, but they're looking for a registered intern. Really? Who to do what? It's per diem mm-hmm. to do group therapy with kids. Oh. I was thinking of doing it, but mm. it's down south. So how far south? Um, like Homestead. I don't want to say the place, but yeah. Yeah, that's too far. Or is it Homestead or by the by the um, the zoo? By the zoo. Yeah, it's, it's still off far. Southwest One Fifty Second Street. I know exactly where that is. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's too far. So I was thinking of doing that, but I was like, I don't want to take on that commute, that commute or the commitment. So I'm like, maybe I shouldn't do that. But it's through your job, though. Mm-mm. Oh, it's just separate. It's a friend oh, that okay. works there, awesome. and they're looking for per diem therapists. And you'll have to be as registered. So wow. I don't know if I could find something like that closer. Like it's just hard on though. the weekends or like in the evening yeah. for a few hours just to get that experience i would do it i don't even care if it was like a couple times a week whatever i don't care but i'm not going that far <laughs> not during the weekday maybe no. if it was on the weekends no yeah, it's she said it's mostly for weekends really we'll talk later we'll talk later okay. resume i don't know i just have a contact of a guy so that's interesting yeah, I feel like there's never a shortage of opportunities. Or you or whenever you think you're done, you're like oh. I know, no, I don't think you're ever done. There's always something to do in social work. Mm-hmm. People underestimate it. Um Yeah. But I feel like yeah. I feel like it comes back to us. Like we're so well, I don't know if we're so humble, but we're not as outspoken, I feel like. About, what do you mean? I feel like a lot of social workers are not outspoken about what they do. 
or they trivialize it to be like, well, I'm just a case manager or no. I'm just a, and that's the thing. It's all like, I do is get people things, you no. know? And it's like, I don't know. Like what I do now, I, I like what I do, but then the title is like really at my job classified as like case manager. That's it. And it's like, you do I don't that. want that title to be just put on me. It's like, that's not, that's maybe all that I do here, but that's not all that I'm capable of doing. Yeah. That's not all that I know how to do. So, um, I don't know. But I know that there's there's more opportunities for me to grow within where I'm at, within that organization, yeah. just maybe not at the specific location. Yeah, maybe it just takes so, time. That's a goal. I definitely will stay where I'm at for a while to kind of get everything down pack and yeah. feel comfortable with what I'm doing. And it's also then, a good organization. Too. It is. Great benefits. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm going to wait a while and then see what happens from there. But I know that our doors will open up. Doors will definitely open up. I like my job now because I'm, like, traveling a little bit mm-hmm. for conferences. Like, I'm going to... Oh, yeah, um, you told me that the yeah. last time. Yeah. Wait, when is it? Yeah, I'm uh, not... The weekend of Thanksgiving, the following weekend. Did you I'm going to Ariana Grande concert? Oh no! When? <laughs> um, Wednesday. This coming Wednesday. Yeah. She's gonna be here. Yeah, American Airlines. Yeah. Oh wow! I didn't even know that. I got it for my boyfriend, so he's a fan. Really? Yeah. He likes her. He won't admit it, but every time I literally ask, he him, knows the words of the song. Yeah, he knows the words of the song, or he'll listen to like the remix, like EDM versions of her songs. I'm like, you're a fan. And so I told him, I was like, oh, like, I got you tickets. And he's like, who? I was like, oh, it's your favorite female pop artist. He's like, Ariana Grande. got <laughs> happy. And was, he was like, oh, I don't really like her. I'm like, yes, you do. Stop you, lying. You just said it. Like, <laughs> you knew. That's funny. Oh Are you doing gosh. anything funny? Um, Not really. No. Packing. Why not, though? For next week. What do you mean? Like, concert-wise or, like, traveling? I know you're going to visit your dad for Thanksgiving, but anything else? There's not... No, like, I like going to concerts, but I don't know. It's, like, a select few artists that I would actually want to sit... I don't like... You know what? I When's the last concert you went to? It's been years. When's Well, what artist was the last concert? Oh, God. It's been a while for me. I used to be more into it, like, no. maybe a couple years ago. I saw Usher, like, years ago when he came here. That's cool. Did he do all the hits? Yeah. That was, like... Where was it at? American Airlines, yeah. But I feel like I don't like going to concerts if I don't know, like, the artist's, like, songs. Because I don't like listening to songs that I don't know. No? Even if it's, like, in the moment, like... If it's in the moment, yes. But it's, like, I always watch videos of people at concerts, and it's, like... Everybody's singing the song, and I'm like, you know, if I was if I was there, I would just be standing there, like, I don't know. We'd have to be a super fan. No, we can put the microphone in and be like, go. I need to be a super fan to go to somebody's concert to enjoy it. To like, I disagree. I went to this thing called, if you've heard of it, it's called Jazz in the Gardens. They happen in Miami Gardens at the stadium. Oh yeah, I've been meaning to go to that. Is it good? I like it. It's good. It's in the spring, right? Yeah, it's like usually during spring break. Make sure you look at the lineup of artists. Before you actually pay for tickets, so you'll know is it somebody you like or whatever. But R. Kelly, <laughs> we had to censor his name. <laughs> he came and it was me, my mom, my boyfriend, and we met my best friend and her mom there. Oh my god! When I tell you we had such a good time, really? He performed until like after like one in the morning. Wow. We had a good time. And you know why at the time? Because I knew all of the words. That's not true. Yes, it is true. I thought you didn't like that part. I don't, but I want to eat something. <laughs> it's good. I'll take a little piece. That's not um, true. I don't want to eat all of it, though. What is this? I've been here, like, like, for a month. Oh, yeah. It's still good to me. Um, I don't know. I just, it's like that, what is it? Nostalgic feeling. Like, I every guess. song that he sung, I was so I mean, yeah, R. Kelly's songs, yeah. Okay, that's like childhood like it made me think about yeah. my childhood and what i was doing when yeah. these songs came out that's why i enjoyed it yeah that makes sense but if i could go to anyone's concert now this year or next year it would be an artist by the name of ari lennox hmm. I, don't know I think i was listening to one of her songs one day and you were like oh this sounds good on my phone but i like her music i feel like even if you don't know the songs you like 
you're in the, with the crowd, like everyone's on the same like yeah. energy, same level, and you're connecting with the artists. I feel like that's really fun. Because like my boyfriend will take me to shows for artists I've never even heard of. And you still have fun. Yeah, and I still have fun. Yeah. I guess I have to get out of that. Because I'm like, I don't want to go up, I don't know the words. I don't want to go up, I don't know the Every time I go to a concert, I'm like, damn, why don't I go to more of them? Like, this is so much fun. Mm-hmm. This is like way better use of my money than like that's true. Shopping or whatever. That's true. Should be fun. Have you seen any recent movies lately? So we saw The Joker last night. How was it? On- my sister said she saw it and she said it was amazing. Uh, we were on edibles, so it was oh, really God. intense. Yeah, I heard that movie was like, it was not like, oh, Marvel, DC I mean, joking. It went into like his issues. As everything. a social worker, there's a social worker in the movie. Mm-hmm. I look at that and I'm like, yep. I see this stuff all the time. Like, oh my God, there was like a part where you should watch it because I want you to see that part. But there's a part where he, because he's talking to a social worker, like I guess he has like weekly visits or whatever, mm-hmm. where he talks to her. And he at one point he was like, you're not listening to me. You never listen to me. And then she's like. Sounds like somebody. Yeah. It was really intense. And I'm like, damn, I wonder if I've ever done that. Like, I, was, I don't think I've ever done that. But like, you know, when you try to be so like. Not standoffish, but you don't want to, like, influence them or, like, so you just, like, let them, like, talk. Mm -hmm. But I feel like he really wanted input instead of just being, like, how does that make you feel? Or, oh, you're saying this. That's interesting. But I think he wanted to, like, more of a connection. He's, like, you never listened to me. Oh, my God. It was, I mean, it's a joker, so, you know. No, but I heard that movie was, like, (laughs) really good. It talks about mental illness. And then just, like, everyday things, like... You're like, I don't know. I always, like, I always think of like mass shooters. Like, mm. like what did they go through to get to that To get point? to that level, yeah. yeah. And then kind, been... kind of that movie, he like, he goes through a lot of rough things that you just see like one after the other. And then by the time he shows up as a Joker, you're like, this is what triggered okay, all of like, it. Okay, like I, I can, understand. Not that, that I agree with it, but I can see how we got to that point. Like, mm-hmm. shit, like he had a some really time. shitty circumstances happen to him. Wow. I don't know. And then I kind of think like if one person had treated him differently would that made a difference i don't know i think that i don't know or is it a lost cause i don't know i don't know have you ever seen um billy madison with adam i love that (laughs) movie movie. oh my god it comes out all the time but there's a scene it's like toward the ending of the movie where he realizes like he has to take going through school serious or whatever and he calls like one of his old classmates. Oh yeah, and, he and the guy like he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry for treating you the way I did." He like crosses his name out of people he wants oh, to yeah. kill. Oh yeah. So I was watching that with my boyfriend. I was like, you know, this is a comedy, but what like this little scene it speaks volumes to me because I I start to think about mass shootings and kids who are bullied or especially young kids yeah and stuff like that and i'm like that's one of the reasons why i never was a bully or i never was no one to like you know pick on kids i was the one getting picked on but i'm like kids don't realize like oh you know i'm ranking you i'm joking like or how much people had a good time doing that but then i don't really think they thought damn like what are they going through at home or Can, are they just it, letting this go through one and not the other? Or are they really like sitting and letting all of these jokes and bad things that I'm saying about them marinate in their head and it triggers into, I'm going to come to school with a knife and stab you. I'm going to come guy, to school yeah. with a knife and shoot For you because sure. I'm tired of you talking about me. And I'm like, I don't think kids, even in high school, are new people that like taunted other people. And I'm like, you better stop bothering these kids because- the next thing you know, they're gonna come in and freaking do something crazy. I'm not. I'm not agreeing with that. But yeah, obviously we're not every, condoning. I it. feel like in life, everybody is not always strong enough to deal with things like that. Like everybody's not gonna take through. jokes lightly. So I don't know. Like, I don't know. we never heard those theories about like children who are bullied that they're having. Like usually it's because they have experienced trauma outside of school and that. The kids when they who get are in, bully, who's the bullier or being bullied? Both. So the kids that bully and the kids that are being bullied, they've mm-hmm. experienced trauma. And because they're going through some other stuff, they're different. And so they're picked on. Does that make sense? I don't know. If yeah, that makes sense. Like no, if they're no, going no, through some of Or like, let's say it's like the smelly kid and they're getting yeah. picked on for being smelly. Or 
whatever. It's because they're going through shit at home. I, could and be, I can remember kids that would come to school that, you know, you would smell them or maybe they look unkept. And I think about the what kids that my through. mom worked with and her telling us stories about, you know, kids living in homeless shelters with their parents or their guardians, living in group homes, yeah. coming to school with the same clothes on every day. So my mom and her coworkers actually, they have a, they, they teach um, students with disabilities. So these are kids that are autism. high school, yeah, autism in high school, but they're functioning on like a third or fourth grade level. So they teach them life skills and things like that. But they also have like a bathroom and a washer and dryer all within like this huge classroom. Oh. So they bring in like personal hygiene products and they allow them to like, you know, take a shower yeah. and a bath. They're at school. They give them breakfast and lunch and things like that. So I feel like that's important, but I don't know. I just... I've never been somebody. I, I I was picked on because I'm like as hairy as a freaking monkey. So I was like called a man half my life, and that it affected me. I don't think I ever had thoughts of like wanting to hurt someone because of it, but it probably made me. Well, you know what they say: women intern like females internalize it, and males externalize it. Yeah, I guess it. It made me think lower of myself. Yeah, it so it'd be me, more like depression. Yeah, your, it made me feel like, um, you know... Your self-esteem. No, yeah. Eating so It definitely disorders, yeah. affected my self-esteem. It made me feel like, okay, they're already talking about me. No one's going to like me or, you know, things like that. It took me a while to come out of that. So. I don't know. I was, like, um, I was picked on in middle school and mm-hmm. I had just moved from New York. So it was like a whole new, like... Culture, community, I, most of my, like, like the students in my school I went to were Hispanic and I had like a weird last name. Like mm-hmm. I didn't really fit in. And like, for me, I just became very quiet. So I wouldn't talk. That's and so I young. became a target just because I was different and mm. did not talk. Yeah. And so in middle school, I was picked on. And then I did that in, I don't think, I think the girls that picked on me, I don't think at the time they realized I don't what think they ever really realize them until they probably get older if they ever do. Um, and sometimes I like I feel bad for because nowadays kids when they pick on I mean I shouldn't excuse them but kids that get picked on they get really like into big deep trouble and they get posted on the internet mm-hmm. like just really bad stuff and sometimes I feel bad for the kids because it's like I don't know I feel like it might be a developmental thing where they don't realize or no one taught them that like what your words. How, how your words, words have an matter. effect on people, yeah. and so I feel like they don't learn that, and mm-hmm. so they words really matter. get. They really I don't think they learn it because that. they could be the same kids that are being cursed out at home by yeah. their parents or physically. Oh yeah, maybe they're being mentally abused. So it's like they're just parents. projecting off of what. why I can't do put therapy on them. kids. <laughs> no, I, some parents are rough. Well, I think a lot of people they don't either they didn't come from a good background or they weren't taught how to take care of kids so it's like unless you go to school and realize hey you can't call your three-year-old an idiot because that'll affect them you know yeah just something simple like that yeah i went through that phase in high school like i always felt like being quiet like because in ninth grade i went to school with one of my cousins and before i was able to go to miami lakes tech i went to highly of miami lakes so i went there in ninth grade I only knew my cousin. You went to HML? Yeah. My brother went to HML. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went there in ninth grade. That was grade. like back in the day when it was like not good. Yeah. yeah. Well, ninth grade for me was what? 2000? I would have. If I went to HML, I would have. Yeah. I would not have survived. <laughs> I wouldn't have survived. Yeah. You know what? I feel like that school. Like, I would have not survived I kinda, that. I was kind of forced to come out of, your come out of that yeah. shell because, I mean, it was it was gangs out yeah. there. It was like it was nothing for a fight to pop off in a second. Like, really? oh, somebody fight in the corner. It's like do or die out there. My but, brother um, went to that school. He liked it. I don't know. I, you know what? I started to like it when I was leaving, and I had a decision to either stay there or go to Miami Lakes Tech. And my mom really wanted me to go to Miami Lakes Tech. There was a waiting list to go in, and Tim- that was a magnet school. It, I guess you can call it that. It's kind of a technical school. So it's like a regular high school, but then they also have the technical part, like where if you want to do like Oh, is that medical, by the Costco? Uh, 
It's off 57. Is uh, it by the airport? Avenue. Yeah. It's oh, over there. It's a, that's a big school. It's really mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. It's really, it's a really good school. Uh, that school, I'm probably the way I am because of that school. So you like that school? We always passed by that. I liked it, but I know in ninth grade, since I didn't know anybody at HML, but my cousin, and she was, I was in ninth grade, she was in 11. She had friends. Her friends became my friends. Then I gained friends, but I remember. And you went racing? Oh, yeah. That was, <laughs> well, that was more so like 10th grade and everything else, but. I remember sitting by myself at the end of the table because I didn't have friends. And I used to go to the bathroom. I would go, I would, you know what? I would find place. I never wanted to look like I was lonely. Mm -hmm. So there was become a target. There was a few times. Nobody never talked about me about that, except one girl. She didn't talk about me, but she caught on to what I was doing and she kind of became my friend, Natasha. I don't even know what happened to her. But um I would sit in the stairwell. That was one thing. I would get my food. I would sit in the stairwell. I would call like random family members just to like be like, hey, I'm just calling to see how you're doing. <laughs> no, seriously. I used to, to not read. look. I used to read. I used to carry a book. To not to look like, like, I don't like the oddball, you you're know? Just, so you're like, I'm, I'm alone because I'm on this. Yeah, phone. like, bitch, I'm this fine. Very like, I don't need to talk to nobody. I have Who my cell phone to? here. You're on or something? I would Your call, grandma? like, I have a cousin that used to have a daycare center. I would call her because I would volunteer, like, at her daycare oh, um, over the summer. So I would call her randomly and I would just be like, hey, how are things going? I miss being there during the day and da da da. And we would talk for like maybe 30 minutes and that would be lunch. But then after that, when I couldn't find anybody else to call, I would go in the bathroom. Um, I knew two girls that were seniors there that were friends with one of my older cousins. Um, I would see them randomly and they'll be like, oh, do you want to come with us? Do you want to go to lunch with us? I'd be like, thank God, save me. Um, But from that, I remember a girl one day, I started like hanging out with her. I started hanging out with her, but then... She went missing or she was suspended. Something happened in between that time. I didn't see her. So I was like, okay, well, that's over. So I went back to sit in the stairwell and she saw me one day and she's like, you're not, <laughs> these, these were her exact words. She was like, you're not going to start that lonely shit again. You're mm-hmm. not going to sit in the stairwell. Come on, let's go. So Aww. it's like, yeah, her delivery was like, damn, like, why do you have to be so harsh? But in so many words, she was saying like, you know, I see you sitting by yourself you don't have to sit by yourself. So come with me. So that was so comforting to me. It was like, God bless you. That's awesome. Yeah. I did yeah. the same thing in 10th So grade. she noticed you? Yeah, she noticed me. And I started to like hang out with people that I had classes with. And that kind of like eased everything. That got better, yeah. Um, 10th grade was like, it was like that in the beginning, but I... I gained friends pretty fast in 10th grade. Yeah. Yeah. I think after a while in high school, you're kind of like focused on other things and not necessarily yeah. what are people think. I was, what? I was focused on my schooling. Yeah. I, I was really focused into school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think, and so, and I thought it was hard back then. I can't imagine what these damn kids are going through now because there's kids in school having sex. There's, I haven't heard that. You haven't heard that? No. But they kids always do that though, right? I'm bring I'm, a blanket to the to the Wait, what? Islands of Adventure field trip. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't see that? They ban like blankets on the bus to Islands of Adventures. <laughs> I didn't hear that. But then you always hear stories of like so and so is doing stuff in the back and then I mean I I Who heard and heard, knew about yeah. kids doing that like in eighth grade, but I just whatever they ban blankets. I was <laughs> what are you gonna do with this blanket? I don't want to know. Oh god, kids. Yeah, Mm-mm. I don't know. Kids are bold and well, I mean they're like tiny adults, right? I just, just like social media things. is making kids worse because they're seeing so much on there, and it's like they want to mimic. To me, that's how I feel. They want to mimic that, and they I feel like yes and no. I feel like kids are more educated nowadays about like what they want to do in life and <laughs> what they can do. I feel like they can they can see more about the world. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like they're smarter. Yeah, I could definitely say that. There are people that are younger and kind of on their stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, they're more mature, but yeah. They're definitely more you mature. could do about that. My my brother, he has a girlfriend. 
No. He has autism and she has autism and they're boyfriend and girlfriend. Oh. (laughs) Wait, but is he high functioning or? They're both high functioning. Oh, yeah. They're both high functioning. Oh, that's nice. Wait, how old is he? He's 16. He goes to, I don't want to say school, but yeah, he goes to school in Hylia. Oh, okay. Um, And so, yeah, like they go on dates and their parents like chaperone. That's so cute. But my mom, she was like, she said, because like she watches them like on their date. She goes with my stepdad and she's what, like. What do they think they're going to do in the public? Well, they don't do anything. That's the they thing. They just she go was, out to eat? No, she was saying that it's not like, like in, in her opinion, at least, it's not like a reg, like a traditional like heterosexual relationship. Like they barely talk. I don't know. Is that like normal? So she was wondering. What? If they barely like, talk. Yeah, what? they barely what they interact. Do? They literally go on. Speaking of kids these days, they literally hang out with each other, like next to each other, and they're just on their phones the whole time. Oh damn! But I don't know. It's because like because of autism, and they're because I feel like social interaction doesn't come naturally for them, and oh, so yeah. both of them together, it's just like, well, we're together. So they had to have some type of interaction to be together. I mean, like he he like buys her like popcorn, and he bought like a oh. pumpkin to carve with her and oh, stuff. So, so cute. They, like he does things. That I he feel sees like on I love TV to see that type of stuff because I don't know. Like they're already I don't want to say counted out by society, well, yeah. but they're kind of looked at as like you know you're not normal or mm-hmm. you're not capable of you know doing the things that normal people do, like you know getting a job or having kids or even being in a relationship and for them to be able to do that. And they both, you know, have autism. I think that's awesome. Yeah. So we'll see. Oh, I was looking up. Um, remember you told me that a lot of people die on Christmas or was it New Year's? Didn't you tell me that statistically speaking? Around the holidays? Yeah. I think I did, but I don't remember where I heard that from. Oh, because they think about... Yeah, there's like a thing where, like elderly people or something. Christmas, apparently Christmas. I guess this thing because... Several studies have shown there's a greater chance of dying on Christmas, the day after Christmas, or New Year's Day than any other single day of the year. Yeah, because I think they think about like for all acres, their except loved for children or people who have like passed on. They're lonely and yeah. Well, I guess it's because in the nursing home, I would see that a lot. Like I would around the holidays, it's kind of like when it was like, oh yeah, high death rates or whatever. I cannot see this video she sent me. I've seen that, like um, like a spouse dying, and then like a couple days or weeks yeah, later, the other dying spouse heartbreak. Dies. Yeah, my um, my neighbor, her husband passed, and then like within months. Okay, so she had two dogs, like like a two tiny like, you know, those like dogs that you get groomed and stuff. Mm-hmm. She had two yap like yappy dogs basically, and it was her and her husband who lived in house. He passed away like suddenly, and then like within like couple of months, both dogs died. And then she, like, died, like, shortly after, like, had, like, pancreatic cancer. Like, just ended up in the hospital, like, within weeks instead. I feel like... But her dogs died. That was really weird. It's not weird to me. Her dogs died, though? I the feel dogs? Like it's, like, it's, like, it's very weird. I don't know. For they me, didn't have kids, so... For me, it's very weird to explain, but it's, like, I don't know. The energy or just the presence of someone being there, especially for the elderly, like the whole spouse thing, how they say like, you before I got into like this whole field, like you would hear like, oh yeah, they died of a broken heart, but now I actually yeah, get, that is I, I get what they that. mean. It's like you spent 30, 40, 50 years with someone, and you live in the same house, you do everything oh, together, and then it's like okay, that person is gone. You probably feel like you don't have no damn purpose no more, or, or like what are you gonna come home to, and. It happens like maybe they're maybe from the emotions and everything that they're going through from that loss and feeling like they don't have a companion that then like negatively affects their body. And it it the death or the decline, it happens way faster. That's how I feel about it. Hmm. That, yeah, now that with I the dogs, it. maybe the dogs just really miss that man. Yeah, that was weird. And then when the dogs died, like 
her whole like world. I'm pretty like, sure they did because she's those like, are her damn, kids. he died, now the dogs. Yeah, I no, she loved those dogs. I'm not gonna stare at the wall all day. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying. There's actually a movie that I was up one late night. Oh my god, what was the name of it? But it was about this older lady in a town. I think it was like Alabama or Mississippi. I wish I could find the name of that movie, but it kind of references that her husband died like five years prior to the present day of the movie. And she was a very upbeat lady. Like, you know, she was very active with her church and things like Mm -hmm. that. But she had a she had like a not a housekeeper but someone that would come in and check on her it was like a a guy that rented the guest house he would yeah. come in check on her they would have um meals together and he didn't recognize when she was getting ready to commit suicide so she started saying um her husband name was Edward when the guy would come in she started saying um like dropping clues. Yeah. Before. And oh, it's like, I, I feel like that. people nowadays, they wouldn't pick up on that type of stuff. But she started saying, like, hey, remember, I keep, remember, I told you I keep William's guns under my bed. You know, if you ever need it, remember, that's where you can always find it. Or like one day she what was cooking. What is the movie? I want to watch it. When I go home, I'm going to try to find it. It's It was on like Xfinity. I'm going to find it. I'm going to see the title. Yeah, Suicide. That's, yeah. I've, because, when I used to like intern at a, the all girls school, one of the girls, she was like very suicidal and she passed away. Mm. And like looking back, I'm like, there's so many signs that like she was asking for help, but wasn't directly saying like, mm. like she yeah. would do stuff. Like um, we went on a field trip and I don't know, she found like a bottle of like pills and she like collected them. Like that's like a sign if you start hoarding like medications mm-hmm. and she was doing that. And like, well, her parents really tried hard to like get her help and stuff, but like I think it was to the point where she had made up her mind and was just waiting for like that was opportunity. Yeah, that's exactly what happened in the movie. But she was leaving like clues, and she, this lady was too in the movie. But I guess oh. we, okay. So um, we're gonna end this episode just with a quote that I found. This credit goes to whoever Black Self Care Talk is on Instagram. But it says, The moment you're ready to quit is usually the moment right before a miracle happens. Don't ever give up. That's beautiful. Um, yeah, so I think we'll end this podcast on that note. We're going to try to fill, uh, record another podcast before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And then um, everyone just stay safe out there and enjoy your holidays with. Family and friends. Don't eat too much stuff. <laughs> don't eat too much. Or eat a lot and then just go hard in January. I don't know. I'm not doing that. <laughs> That's an epic fail. You're going to be on the Stairmaster? Oh Catch me. On oh, the Stairmaster. Okay. <laughs>